0: This is Manny Talks, Adulting Edition. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Manny Talks, Adulting Edition. My name is Manny De La Cruz, and I've been very fortunate enough to have an engineering career for over eight years. I was a practicing mechanical engineer with ExxonMobil And then I started progressing through the ranks and I've since then been able to be the engineering supervisor at our chemical plant in Baton Rouge. And currently I'm doing a business role at our headquarters office. In the meantime, I've also had a chance to uh, do recruiting along the way. And I've met a lot of wonderful students who uh, who have asked a ton of great questions and I started to notice some patterns in some of the things that they are asking. And then they, the same thing was there for uh, young professionals. You know, uh, internally, I've signed up for mentorship programs. And again, some of the struggles early on in one career, there's some patterns. So my hopes is that uh, this podcast, uh, this one is the uh, the adulting edition, sort of focus on the uh, on those young professionals. But some of the topics do overlap. Again, my hope is that I can provide this information to a broader Uh, audience and that uh, it'll spark some more uh, conversation. See, what happens is someone will ask me this basic question, right? And they'll ask me and there's some uh, first level information that they'll get out of me. And then typically uh, a time commitment is met or we need to move on to some other part of the conference. And then we never get to really explore what a specific solution for that individual is so the, this podcast for me i hope that those that listen to it will hear some of the conceptual information and then reach out so that we can further discuss something that probably has a more direct and specific implications for that person that reaches out again i appreciate you for listening So today we're gonna talk about getting to know the structure of your organization. Now very early on for me, I made the mistake of not uh, learning the org chart is really what I'm talking about today. The organizational chart for for your group and for more importantly beyond your supervisor. So for me, uh, when I first started ExxonMobil as a fixed equipment engineer, it was easy for me to kind of understand and appreciate uh, the engineers that I worked with, the other mechanical engineers that were also working in my group, as well as the materials engineers. I quickly was able to learn who, like my lead engineer was, and who the the subject matter expert was that was gonna that was gonna help me out as a mechanical engineer. And of course, I definitely knew who my supervisor was. Uh, because that was easier right that's someone who I scheduled like you know when I first got there he welcomed me into the group etc so those parts were easy where it would start to get fuzzy was when it got to his boss and beyond right and it really did take me uh, in hindsight uh, way too long to figure out what that meant and and so what did it what did it mean to me uh, it meant that I didn't have an appreciation for who was in a meeting uh until after the fact right we'd be in some meetings and i would be you know there would be some conversation and people would be talking and i didn't appreciate uh, some of the importance of some of the topics because i didn't know who was uh uh who right and and exactly where in the order of uh, of uh of company structure they went with so today we're going to talk about those items right uh and, and why it's important and 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 once you figure it out what it can mean to you. So first you got to get a hold of that org, org chart. And uh, depending on the size of the organization that uh, might be come in, in, an, in an electronic form, it may be something that is uh, a paper form only, but somewhere the structure of your organization has to uh, be there. And what you're looking for, and it's not just a straight memorization of who's who, First, you kind of, what you're wanting to know is the different positions. I'll give you an example. At ExxonMobil, at the plant, so we had the, again, I started off as a fixed equipment engineer. And so I had my immediate group and there were other peers that were with me that were uh, also starting off. Some of those fixed equipment engineers were on their first assignment, some were on their second. So they had anywhere from, you know, a few months to say uh, up about three years in their positions. Okay. And then we had our first, our, our supervisor. And so within the company, those uh, supervisors were known as second line supervisors. Of course, it'll say, well, who was the first line? And we'll talk about that here in a second. And so I had my second line supervisor who was my immediate uh, person that I reported to. So that supervisor, in order to keep Things going within his organization, and to have some seniority in a couple of areas in inspection and in and in, and in engineering, there were two folks. There was a a senior technical, who was a person who had experience, who had uh, chosen to do a technical career, and was the go-to mechanical engineering resource, right? And so that was a person that uh, I relied on uh, to to help me work through higher levels of engineering problems to check my work. He was the first person I would kind of talk with to make sure and, and that I got some sort of sign off on the work that I was doing initially. Then there was an inspection group lead. So in the fixed equipment group we were working on uh, to maintain the uh, equipment throughout the, uh, the the chem plan fixed being the operative word right so we had vessels and tanks and heat exchangers and so there we were paired with the API uh, inspector and there was a, a, an inspection group lead. And so he, that person was again, a part of the, what I'll call the, the, the subject matter experts that I had to go to. So now you go on to the units right so on the units and and so now it's the difference between a solid line and a dotted line reporting structure so in in a dotted line that means i had other bosses that i didn't necessarily report to directly but certainly they had a very big impact on uh on my performance feedback and also helped set priority so i was supporting the polymers business and so there was a a operation second line supervisor again here's the word second line and he had his operators that were out running the plant and helping that second line supervisor was a shift team lead that was in charge of all the operators for any given shift and that was considered the first line manager or the first line supervisor excuse me And so again i'm trying to paint a picture here of the different levels of the organization understanding who might be considered a colleague who might be considered a subject matter expert and certainly who might be considered that the the different levels of supervision right and because a first line supervisor even though technically uh, we were equals i mean they were supervisors within their career path A ton of them had a lot of influence in the plant in the reality we always said first-line supervisors are the ones that run the plant and so it was very important to understand who these strong first lines were and then you got into and to continue kind of with the plant we had a department head then we had managers and then we had the plant manager and so imagine if you're coming in brand new and all I saw was, you know, so-and-so's a manager and so-and-so's a supervisor, so-and-so's a department head. Unless you put in some str- some thought into figuring out what those different positions are, you're going to get lost. And so I would be in a meeting with the department head who essentially was my boss's boss or a peer of my boss's boss, and I would be none the wiser. And so uh, I don't think I ever necessarily stepped on myself by saying something incorrectly or Or representing myself badly but i did perhaps uh, i definitely know that i missed opportunities to kind of meet new people and kind of let people know who i was so i would say get a hold of that organization chart and really understand what the structure of your of your immediate group is and of the departments that are around you this same mentality i carried through and now even now in my new role where i'm in business i'm one of the first things that i'm doing is getting a hold of the organization chart so that I can understand what all positions there are in headquarters. Uh, no longer are people managers or supervisors. Some might be uh, business owners or business leads, right? So th- there's a completely set different set of labels that they themselves have a different implication on areas of responsibility, area of influence, etc. So once I started learning the structure, then where it really benefited me the most, and once I started making sense... Of the entire uh, plant and and how all the departments were kind of structured now this helped me uh, be able to schedule these very important one-on-ones with leaders in other departments to start to understand what future opportunities might be available to me so i remember going in and they would say yep we and this is and i've heard similar stories from other companies where they say hey we're encouraged to go out and meet with people of other departments, but in the absence of knowing the structure, you might be missing some uh, strength within uh, some of those meetings. What am I talking about? So once I started to understand, hey, there's second-line supervisor positions that are in engineering, in operations, in maintenance, and then there were equivalent at the department head levels, right, one for maintenance, operation, engineering, and so on, Then I could then say, all right, I I understand what's happening in fixed equipment. I'm really interested in figuring out what's going on in the maintenance world. So I knew that I could get an idea from the second line supervisors about some immediate need that might be uh, happening in those areas. Uh, but then uh, scheduling meetings with the maintenance department head and then later the maintenance manager really just helped me say, hey, I've been speaking to the second lines about maintenance. I really uh, uh, think that that's something that I, I would like to line up myself with and that I, I think I would be interested in. I just want you to know that I'm interested. Right. I'm, I'm very par- much paraphrasing and simplifying those conversations, uh, but it allowed me to do that. I, I should have said this before my initial kind of a narrative with going to go talk to some uh, folks outside of my department was to say, hey, look, I, I just want to hear your story. I'm new to the company. Can you help me understand what your degree was in? And kind of give me the idea of what your of what your career path has been. In the back of my head, though, I knew that I wanted to somewhere in that conversation, let that person know that I was interested in working in their department. And the way I was able to structure those conversations to, be, to, ha- to, to ha- get the most impact out of them uh, came from really understanding what the structure of the organization was. So again, get, the, get, get familiar with the organization chart, use it to understand how you're going to uh, schedule and how you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck on some of these uh, one-on-one discussions. Really hope you enjoyed or got something out of this conversation. Look, there's one of two ways that someone else is going to know about this information. One, if you tell them that you heard this podcast and that you really think they could benefit from it. Another is to leave a high rating, uh, whether you heard it on, um, on Anchor or on the Apple podcast app. Either way, leaving those ratings really helps out. I'm not getting paid for this. I do this out because I really feel, I, I want to interact with you guys at a much deeper le- uh, level in, in our in our second encounter versus getting through some of this uh, what I call conceptual information. If you would please share another thing that I highly value and look forward to are your comments uh, because that uh, gives me an idea of if I'm even barking up the right tree. If there's some a context that just does not make sense, or if I'm going off on a tangent, or if there's a better topic that you would like to hear about, please let me know. As always, I'm always open to have one-on-one discussions. Some of you have, uh, have uh, taken the plunge and actually reached out on LinkedIn and we've scheduled some, uh, some calls that have, uh, that have really been as much beneficial for you, but more importantly have been very beneficial for me just to keep, uh, Keep reminding me why, why, I'm, why we're trying to do this or why I'm trying to do this. Uh, and for that, I thank you.